0: Hello and welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non technical aspects of investment banking. And I'm an incoming MBA candidate trying to learn all this stuff in preparation for recruiting and my program. And I hope that I'm helping you in your journey too. So thanks for joining me. We're going through discounted cash flow analysis, all the basics. And today's question is this, if you are looking and comparing a tech company or a manufacturing company, which would have a higher beta? Which is likely to have a higher beta? And remember, we have to first know what this concept of beta is. What is beta? Well, we cover this a little bit because beta shows up in the cost of equity calculation Uh, If you remember from a few episodes ago, we covered that. But beta essentially is looking at how much a company's stock or value moves in relation to other stocks or companies. So it's this measure of relative volatility. And so when we're talking about volatility, think about these two scenarios. You have a tech company and you have a manufacturing company. Now, we're making generalizations here. But what do you think is going to be more volatile, the tech company or the manufacturing company? Well, it's probably going to be the tech company, right? Because the economics of the business are likely very different. And remember that also beta, because it's a proxy for for risk um, through volatility, that's kind of how we're defining this um, risk. Riskiness, quote unquote, isn't necessarily volatility, in my opinion. But for academic reasons, uh, in in questions that you may encounter, they're basically the same thing. Risk equals volatility um, in this context. So, with that being said, tech tends to be more volatile because of how quickly the economics of the business can affect changes in valuation and how much perception can change. So think about a manufacturing company for a second, uh, in contrast, if you have a manufacturing business, and let's say you have a factory and you're producing some kind of widget, well, the assets of that business are unlikely to change that much, right? You've got these big fixed expenses in order to run your factory, you've got your equipment, and then you're producing widgets at a certain margin, you've got your profitability, and then you're gradually scaling up production and capacity, right? Well compare this to a tech company. Let's go ahead and just use an example right now of let's say it's a commerce website, e-commerce website that sells digital products. Well, if you're able to scale up that business, I mean the website is there, right? Once you make it, you've made it. And your hosting costs and other related costs for the website are barely going to change depending on the web traffic that you're able to attract. And therefore, the amount of customers that you have, especially for this digital product that you can sell someone instantly. And so your scalability is totally different than if you had a manufacturing business and you owned a factory and you had to figure out what kind of land you would need for expansion and what kinds of specialty equipment you're going to have to buy over a certain period of time. I mean, it's a totally different economic scenario. And so because those economics underlying it are so different, the financials, what shows up in the financial statements is also very different. And because of that investor sentiment and how investors judge the attractiveness of a stock or of a company is going to vary much more wildly for a company like a tech company, especially if there's a lot of growth involved than a manufacturing company. And therefore, you're going to have more volatile valuation. And because of that volatility, you're going to have a higher beta. So that's the logic that I come to when thinking about this question. And again, I just want to say this is a super broad generalization because, of course, you've got really fast-growing manufacturing companies and really slow growing and very stable tech companies. It just depends, right? But it's just a thinking tool for you to think about this concept of beta and how it interacts with, uh, with, with how businesses work and their economics. So that's what I got for you today. Um, thank you for listening to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason, your host, and we're just we're keeping this thing going. We're going to talk about some more discounted cash flow next time. Next time on the show, we're going to be talking about levered versus unlevered free cash flow. I know we've talked about this a little bit in terms of the overall DCF methodology, but we're going to spend some more time talking specifically about the differences here. And I'll see you there. All right. Take care.